Hey squad, producer dipshit here. Just hopping in at the top of the show to let you guys know that if you stick around to the very end, there is a special outtake reel prepared for your sonic pleasure. Uh, thanks you guys for listening, and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to My Brother's an Idiot. Yes, it is a goon squad talking about whatever the hell we want. My name's Matt, and I'm the King Goon. Welcome. Let me introduce you to the rest of the team. First, let's kick it over to the voice of God, MJ. Feeling better, I hope? How are you? I'm feeling much better, and I sound a lot better, too. Look at that, the wonders of technology. Next, we move on to the Emperor Goon, the patriarch of the squad, Milty, also mic'd up in headphone. How are you, sir? I'm just doing awesome, man. Hey, 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 this is going to be a great time. The new drum roll, everything. Let's get this thing going. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and finally, we must summon my brother, the idiot, Goon. And I am here. Hey, everybody. Milty, how you doing? You sound and look really good. You know, Michaela sounding good, looking much better. You know, you got some color in your face. I know those of you at home couldn't see her, but man, we really appreciate you playing Hurt last week. It was uh, it was rough doing an episode without your snarky comments. And so we, we appreciate you playing Hurt. We welcome you back. And Matt, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know... If I could do that, I'd never leave the house. All right. So let's go. <laughs> this is going to be a, an episode, isn't it? It's, this is not tri- typically triple X, folks. So it's like that joke that two good old boys are walking down the street and they see a dog in the yard and the dog starts licking himself. And one good old boy says the other good old boy, boy, I wish I could do that. So first, let's have a little bit of fun. We are going to do a classic rock songs fantasy draft. I have plugged our names into a magical machine to randomize our names. And we're going to pick two classic rock songs. We, we were talking about this, and I feel like we should bring this debate on air because this is kind of a big deal. Define classic rock. What are we talking about here? Um, ACDC and shit that sounds like it and stuff from before it. I'm in on that stuff from before it. Okay. ACDC just came out with an album last year. So does that mean we are including 2000 stuff in this? I don't fuck it. Shit from before I was born. How about that? Let's put the fucking cutoff point at 1997. You have no idea how much that hurts my head. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard because I, I don't want to say the 2000 stuff is probably not classic rock, but Thunderstruck came out in 90, and that's after 80, and that's when you guys were saying classic rock ended. And you know I'm going to get involved way prior to that, right? Right, right, exactly. All right, so we've had the debate we've had our fun first up <clears throat> excuse me mark you are first to select fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay so um is uh as a as a uh, caveat to this 
if it's one continuous song that plays, does that count? Even if they're divided on the album by track names and song names, but if it's one continuous song? If it's one song title with multiple parts. Okay, I see. That that eliminates where I was going. I was going to go the backside of Abbey Road because most of that all runs into one song. <laughs> you um, whole backside of an album. <laughs> but it's all one song. It all just the song. It just goes playing. from one song to the next to the next to the next. Mean Mr. Mustard, all that stuff. Polythene Pam. Yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna go that way. So I I appreciate that we eliminated something out of this kind of clusterfuck of whatever we are doing for classic <laughs> rock. Um so I will go a little bit um off maybe off the beaten path a little bit and I will take uh David Bowie and Queen under pressure. Oh, very nice. That's an excellent choice. I get yeah. two of the major classic rock or classic, you know, artists right there. And, you know, just the collaboration is good, too. And I'm pretty sure your dog also has something to say. <laughs> she would like she would like very much to be an instrument in. And she's got the beat down, too. Right. <laughs> squeak, 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 squeak. Everybody, that is the voice of Sandy that you're hearing. It's not really her voice. She's just very playful. Right. All right. So Mark is off the board with Under Pressure. MJ, you are number two. What do you got? Layla, Derek and the Dominoes. The oh, song fucking awesome. rocks. Awesome. Fantastic choice. Yep. Very good. Layla, lots of nights on the river listening to that tune. Yeah. Yeah. Always reminds me of another... Uh, night on the river with another old Eric Clapton jam where uh, <laughs> lay down Sally was <laughs> lay down Sally <laughs> lay down you bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, that's a good choice right there alright for me I am going to go uh, with a cover and it's one of the rare times that a cover of a song is actually acknowledged by the original artist as being better Going with Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. Another awesome choice. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yep, love that song, love Hendrix. Everything about it's just great. All right, Milty, bring us home in the first round. All right, I'm just going to go with a song that starts off a little bit slow and it gets all wound up down the road here. It's called Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Once voted as one of the best rock and roll songs ever recorded. Now, fantastic song. if you play, and I can't remember if it's the chord sequence or if you play the chords backwards for the song Tribute by uh, the boys there. Um, Tenacious D. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. The name eluded me. The chord sequence matches up with uh, Stairway to Heaven's chord sequence as well. And so that is what they're calling the greatest song in the world, but they keep saying in the song that it's just a tribute and they can't remember the actual song, but it is a tribute to the stairway to heaven. And I think it's, I think you're right. I think it's backwards. It was backwards. It also, it also, the uh, guitar uh, rift was uh, kind of borrowed from spirit. At one point in time, spirit was a band that was touring the United States and Led Zeppelin was their lead. So spirit had the music Led Zeppelin borrowed it, but they took it to the next level. Old man star. Score! 
<laughs> All right. Let's move on to round two. Mark, you are up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, there's so many choices to go with and so many bands to go with and so many different places I can go. Oh, man. And I decided not to do any research and think about this kind of on the fly. Uh, so... One hour later. Okay, so... Um, I will go a little bit again off the beaten path and maybe steal Michaela's because I don't know if she's going to have this one, but I'm going to do it anyways. And we will go with Roundabout by the band Yes. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> Excellent choice. Uh, it's a JoJo joke. <laughs> it's totally a JoJo joke. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> And there's our anime call out for the show. Awesome. <laughs> All right, MJ, you're up. What's your call? I'm also going to take a cover. I don't know if the original band said it's better than not. And frankly, I don't give a shit because it is. I'm going to take Live and Let Die, but the Guns N' Roses version. Because that song mm. also fucking mm. rocks. I guarantee you Paul McCartney did not say that Axl Rose did his song better than him. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Paul Cartney. Yeah, <laughs> I will say that he did not do it better, but right. good call. It's still a good it is song. A good song. It's yep. a great song. Well, I like It's too bad that that band just couldn't get their shit together and like actually make music and do things the right way because, like, they, you know, three albums of really, really, you want to call the Great Spaghetti Incident a good album. That's fine. But Appetite for Destruction and Use Your Illusions 1 and 2 were all fantastic. And they just let themselves get in the way of themselves, especially their lead singer, who is just a shit show. And so it's, it's just too bad because they were super talented. They defined a generation of music. So Yeah, they sure did. They sure did. Absolutely. They let in uh, and it reintroduced rock to the masses in a way that uh, appealed to a lot of people. And, and it caused a debate between me and Michaela one time because there was a uh, Guns N' Roses. We were talking about how uh, Canadians like to riot. And Michaela was convinced that Canadians don't like to riot. And I brought up the concert in Toronto <laughs> where right. not only did Guns N' Roses storm off stage, but James Hetfield decided to light himself on fire. And then Toronto rioted right afterwards. And that was one of the things. <laughs> that was, all right, let me just quick jump really, in here and explain it. That that's really, not how that fucking debate went at all. I know, but. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, my pick. I'm going to get a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to get a little bit esoteric with it. I've always been a, a fan of this band. Um some of their stuff gets played an awful lot, but this one doesn't. It's my favorite of their songs. I'm going with Shine On You Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd. The story behind the song in and of itself is tragic. And the way they just sing it and put it all together, it's, it's just my favorite track of theirs. Shine On You Crazy Diamond, Pink Floyd, God Bless Waters and Gilmore. Thoughts? That's a good pick. I'm with it. For those of you at home who can't see milty did give a thumbs up i'll give the two if he had more thumbs he'd give him four <laughs> thumbs up hooray those aren't those thumbs are, milty. those aren't thumbs <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening at home you couldn't see what milty just did but i'm sure you could imagine let's just say double tweet <laughs> all right milty 
Finish this up. Take us home. What do you got? All right. So let's see. I got a choice of two. You know I'm digging deep, right? Going way back. Either the late 60s or the early 60s. Which is going to be? I say early 60s. Oh, oh, I got one early. Okay. What am I, I going to do? What am I going to pick? Somebody else want to help me out? No, this is your pick. Just do oh, it. Well, we had one choice. Okay, I'm going early 60s. Once called the greatest dance song ever written at that point. Louie Louie by the Kingsman. <laughs> Fantastic song. They, they, they played very simple music. It had a great beat. You couldn't understand anything the singer was saying. <laughs> Every band after that for five years did a song with the exact same guitar sequence. But they put all their own sex words in it. And, you know, yeah. it's... It was a great Everybody song. Everybody did a Louie Louie song. Yep. They slowed it down. They picked it up. You know, but the original version by the Kingsmen was fantastic. I even know the flip side. Which was? Haunted Castle. It was an instrumental by the Kingsmen. Went absolutely nowhere. As B-sides tend to do. <laughs> or they're better than the A-sides. Right. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Right. <laughs> All right, I got to say that our playlist here is actually pretty good. Uh, Under Pressure, Layla, Watchtower, Stairway to Heaven, Roundabout, Live and Let Die, Shine on You Crazy Diamond, and Louie Louie. I love all of this. Great job, panel. Give yourselves a pat on the back. Great way to start the show. Thank you all. All right. <laughs> do, 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 new bit alert. Matt reviews music. Dee, 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 dee. Matt reviews the fucking black album like we told you to do. All right, now that we've talked about classic rock, let's talk about one of the greatest classic rock albums of all time. And this is, yes, pre 1990 ish. It came out in 1991. Um, the Black Album by Metallica. It is treated equally as the greatest and the worst thing that Metallica has ever done. Uh, it is the greatest because obviously every song on this thing is just amazing. From Enter Sandman to The Struggle Within 1 to 12, every song is a banger. But it also marks the beginning of the decline uh, into the shitstorm that Metallica became musically when they stopped with the hair and the beards and started wearing t-shirts and cargo shorts and turned into just commercialized crap. Uh, that's another show. Uh, Enter Sandman, great song. Holier Than Thou, fantastic. Wherever I May Roam is one of the best road trip songs you can ever listen to. Uh, every one of these songs is great. I love this album. I remember when I and two of my high school buddies drove to the Cherry Creek Mall to Musicland to buy this CD the day that it came out because we were so excited. We'd heard all these great songs that they had released ahead of time. You could hear them on the radio a couple of days ahead. Great album. I can't say enough about it. Uh, thank you, Metallica, for doing this. Fuck you, Metallica, for what you did after this. So there you go. The review of the Black Album by yours truly, King Goon. Thoughts? Uh, as far as the Black Album is concerned, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. You know, they, they eventually did a lot of very commercialized stuff after that. And one of, one of my favorite pieces that they did, and I am not a Metallica fan, as you guys know. Maybe you don't at home know. But um, I'm a bigger fan of much more 
kind of out there metal and um, things most people don't listen to. The, the guys here kind of call me the, the music snob. Um, but, you know, the, the S&M album from Metallica is one of my favorite pieces of work because of what they did, just making a wall of sound to their music. And um, a lot of the stuff on there happens to be from the Black Album because it's perfect for that kind of uh, music, you know. And so the stuff that they did before that with Ride the Lightning and Kill Em All, that is more my speed. Um, those and Justice for All, those albums are more what I like. Uh, as far as if I'm going to listen to something that is considered thrash or metal, uh, whereas the Black Album is, it is what it is. It took two years to make and produce and almost broke up the band. And uh, yeah, so um, there, there it is. There's the Black Album. Uh, I'd also like to make an honorable mention to Jay-Z's Black Album, which is also probably his best work as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yep, that's very true. <laughs> The Denver Nuggets painfully lost their series in four. Uh, what turned out, what, what started as being a, a postseason of hope and them playing well and knocking out and winning a game six in Portland uh, ended with Joker and the Jabronis uh, with Nicola doing everything he could and no one able to hit a shot. Uh, I'm going to just start throwing this around the panel. Uh, Michaela, I'll start with you. Uh, tell me what you thought about what you saw in this series. Uh, yeah, it was brutal. They sucked. But, you know, they were pretty beat up. Um, a lot of the Nuggets were pretty hurt. Uh, I thought the flagrant two that Joker got at the, in the fourth game was kind of stupid. But, I mean, I guess I don't really watch basketball, so I don't know what is and is not considered, um, bad contact, I guess. It didn't really look like he hit him. It looked like he kind of grazed his nose and then he seemed like he was okay and he got up and kept going. So in hockey, that would have been like a two-minute penalty, but he wasn't bleeding. Hey, Matt, what, what do you what do you think about it? I, I think it was just a swipe and a follow-through. What do you think? Don't get me started. I, I'll tell you what. The idiot officials in the NBA have absolutely zero consistency when it comes to calling a basketball game and it was no more on display than in game four when joker granted it was a hard foul he did wind up but he got the ball and then that jabroni who was rolling around on the ground like his head was cut off and then popped up like oh i'm good yeah i'm fine to michaela's point Flopping and embellishing should absolutely be called. It's not the NBA. It is in the NHL because that's not sports. The only reason why they do it is because they get away with it and the refs will call it. There's, And you can see there's been, I've watched four games since then, and there has been a flagrant foul in every one of the games that I've watched. They've all been worse than what happened in that play in that game against Phoenix, and they were all called flagrant ones because they got called out and they knew it. Second, you don't make that call against the MVP. You just don't do it. And Joker has not been getting any respect at all for the entirety of his career. As great as this man is, he gets beat to shit underneath the basket. Just look at the man's arms after the game. He gets fouled almost every time and they never call it because he's seven foot one and 260 pounds. He's a big guy. A foul is a foul. Call the goddamn foul. That's my rant. I'm done. Milty, what do you think about the game? 
You know, there's no more damage I can do to that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, you know, from a fan standpoint, I was just disappointed the way the whole thing went 0-4. Um, last year, thinking about, you know, they went 1-3 and and I think three different series in the playoffs and came back and won two series out of the three. I was looking so much forward to this year. Um, but like I say, there's no more damage I can do to the refs or the, or the playoff process than what Matt just did. Mark tied up for us. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty ceremony, unceremonious way to go out. Um, I, you know, unfortunately called it in the last episode where I think they weren't going to win a game. Um, if they didn't win game three and they got swept out of the series, uh, the biggest takeaway I have is does anyone like, did anybody watch a Phoenix Suns game this year besides me? Like, was I the only one that watched it? Because if you listen to any of the brutal, brutal, brutal commentary from these guys, it was like the Phoenix Suns didn't play 70 basketball games this year. It was like Chris Paul didn't play for the Phoenix Suns this year. He did absolutely nothing that he hasn't done all year, and they were making him out to be like he didn't play until this series. The guy went for 24 and 10 all year long and, you know, five assists or whatever. Like, he just – he was really good all year in Phoenix. The games are on the West Coast. Nobody cares about the Phoenix Suns because they're not the Lakers and they're in that area of the planet. So the fact that – we had this this series with these bad matchups. Unfortunately, without the Jamal Murray, without a really good guard, the Nuggets were not going to get past this series. Let's just face facts. Without their guard play, they were not going to get past this series. They just don't have the horses. And when you rely on JaVale McGee as much as they did in games three and games four just to be a mauler underneath the basket and miss free throws as often as they did – that's not somebody who's going to turn the tide for your series. But the biggest point is, is like the, the, the national media has got to start watching some of these regular season games and realize that Chris Paul was a great player throughout the year. He's not the MVP of the league. Obviously, Nikola Jokic was. But at the same time, uh, Chris Paul had a really good year. And it wasn't like it came out of nowhere. So, Reggie Miller, I love you, man. But – realize that and whoever the fuck the jabronis were that were on the ESPN broadcast that they pulled from doing backyard wrestling on the Ocho fucking watch basketball before you get on TV, man. That's all I got to say about it. Yeah. Chris had a great season. uh, And it's worth noting that as a point guard, he still for the season uh, underscored Joker uh, had the same amount of assists uh, as a matter of fact, he was under Joker's season uh, assists average by like a point two, and of course, being a center, Joker's going to out rebound the guy. So, but I, I get the Joker was the I get the Joker was the MVP. My point is, is they made it seem like Chris Paul didn't play in seventy games before this series. It's like he came out of nowhere. You know, he played for you know the other three teams that he played for in the NBA, and then just disappeared and retired and came out of retirement to play against the Nuggets. And that's not at all the case. These guys have to fucking watch what they're doing. Right. Like, be smart. Come on. It's, it's the national media, and they don't watch anything that's not East Coast or the Lakers, to your point. You're absolutely right. And that's a, just a thing we're going to have to fight uh, and, and face as we move on uh, and, and watch basketball 
or, or really I will sport. say that my brother, who is an idiot, and I, who am an idiot, and Milty, who is an idiot, and Michaela, who is dipshit, we will do our part on this show to make sure that the other teams are getting talked about because it's it's absolutely fucking asinine that we talk about everything LA and then everything on the East Coast and other teams are just getting completely ignored. So if you're watching us, hopefully you're enjoying it. We appreciate you listening to us, but just realize we will be talking about other teams besides what you're hearing on the national media. And no, we're not going to talk about the goddamn Yankees. So go fuck yourselves. Sounds good. All right, let's move on and, and dovetail into that. So now that both of uh, the playoff runs of our beloved abs and nugs are over, uh, Denver sports has hit a bit of a lull. We're stuck with the Rockies. And then we've got another six weeks until training camp starts. Um, so farewell to Denver sports for the rest of the summer. There you go. Let's dive into this just a little bit. And I'm going to start with Milty here. Milty, which one of the departures uh, of the postseason um, hurt the worst or surprised the worst, uh, the avalanche of the nuggets? That's really a tough choice. Um, thinking about last year when the NBA, I, I mentioned this earlier when the nuggets went one and three, in series one and then came back and won it went one and three in series two and won it. And then one and three in series three, couldn't quite come back from that one. I was really looking forward to the next year. I thought maybe they could really make a run at it, but then they started having the injury bug. And so from my standpoint, I think, I think it's the nuggets, but you can see the avalanche who was voted in Las Vegas to be, to go the route, uh, you know, it's really a tough choice. It's a toss-up. There's no winner or loser. They lost. They both teams lost. They did. Neither team went to the finals. Um, it, it's it's hard to say. But from my personal standpoint, it's the Nuggets. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Milty said there's no winners or losers. What I think he meant to say was there's no winners and they're all losers. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who you're betting on. <laughs> as as one Scott Hastings would say, that that is semen ticks. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, I, I think when you're looking at which one was more painful of an exit, when you're up two nothing, and game one was a seven nothing or seven to one blowout, and game two looked to pre- pretty much the same, and then you come back and just fall on your face over and over. And over again. And not only that, but then you've got the President's Cup in, in your hands and you've got this lineup and you, you've made the right moves. And everyone talks about how Joe Sackick is just maybe not everyone, but uh, in NHL circles, everyone talks about how Joe Sackick is GM God. And like, you know, don't answer the phone if the avalanche call because he makes all these crazy moves to get these awesome players. And then for them to just go out and just fucking basically take a giant shit on the ice for four games after you're up to nothing in the series. And after you go and blow out the, the, the St. Louis blues, like they did is it's painful, man. And like, you knew the nuggets weren't going to get past the series. They just didn't have the guard play. Um, especially if you're watching the games, um, Chris Paul was just too good. He moved the ball too well as a, as a point guard and Joker can't do it all himself. And <clears throat> if, if you're not, you know, if you're if you're watching the games, you just knew the Suns after they played the hurt Lakers just had the momentum going into that series. So definitely the Avalanche by far the most painful loss. Michaela, jump in here. What do you think? Uh, yeah, the Avs. Um, I don't 
watch very much of the Nugs, and I watch a lot of the Avs. And like Mark was saying, the Avs were supposed to be the team to win this season. It was their cup to lose, essentially. And they fucked it up. And I, there's no other way to say it. Nas shouldn't have gotten himself suspended. He shouldn't have thrown that hit. The gravy made a bunch of really fucking bad plays. And everyone just kind of forgot, kind of had the drive that they needed to make it through the playoffs. And <laughs> this is only kind of related, but they them losing in the second round literally lost Joe Sackick a GM of the year award because that's voted for after the second round. And he didn't even get a nominee or a nomination, which he should have. He's the best GM in the league. But no, not allowed. He's unallowed to do it because they didn't make it past the second round. And it just sucks and it's stupid and I don't like it. And the abs hurt more. Yeah, I uh, agree with the two of you. Uh, I think we all knew at the beginning of April when Jamal went down that the season was over. At least we knew it intellectually um, and maybe even subconsciously. But there's always hope, right? And we wanted the Nuggets to do well. We knew what we were seeing from Nicola was special this year. We could all see as, as the even, and I'll give the national media credit, as the season came to a close more and more people nationally jumped on the joker mvp bandwagon and you know 91 first place votes goes a long way to help prove that fact um to mark's point the guard play just wasn't there and you're missing your best guard you're missing your second best guard you're missing your third best guard um you know we got uh barton back but it, it wasn't himself you just can't come back that come back and be super effective from a hamstring injury that quickly and not having PJ, not having Jamal obviously hurts a lot. The way the avalanche started that series with Vegas and we were at the game. I mean, that was just an ass whooping and it wasn't the goalie. Was it? They were tired, whatever it was that Grubauer came back and stole game two. Like, all right, so Vegas can still play their game, but we can still win. And then they shit the bed for four straight games. Unbelievable. Just absolutely unbelievable. And it's a crushing loss. Um, they got both these teams have time, right? They're both young. They both have a good core. There's lots of things to, to look at and point to and say, that's good. That's good. Let's move forward. And, you know, 2021, 2022 could be special seasons again. We'll see what happens as long as, you know, knock on wood, make sure everyone stays healthy. So, um, that's all we've got about that. All right, let's move on and talk some more sports, kind of. Uh, Milty, your degenerate bet of the week. Tell me what you're thinking. Sir. Why do you got to get me started? This is <laughs> horseshit. Don't get me started on some stupid bet. What do you mean, degenerate bet? Come on, man. I mean, you, we go to Las Vegas. You score to the sports book and... It's a $10 bet just to bet on a, a horse race or a, a game or something, right? It's a $10 bet. It's a cheap bet until you get cheated out of it by some stupid cheating trainer. Try to go up and spend only $10 on a slot machine. Try to spend $10 at least once on a crap table or a blackjack table. No, you can't do it. You guys are going to have to continue this on from here because I cannot justify a $10 horse bet again. (laughs) 
was so good. Was... <laughs> All right, well done. All right, let's keep talking some more sports, and we'll talk about the NBA playoffs. Big news in the NBA. Chris Paul has entered the health and safety protocol for what's well, He has COVID. Reportedly by one jabroni in Phoenix on Twitter with no source. But it's COVID. It has a positive test. All the articles say he has COVID. <laughs> that but is correct. Every single article has COVID. Right. And you, you, can, COVID. you can spam all your friends with all the articles you want. There you go. So at, who knows if Chris Ball is going to come back. So let's look forward to what we think, how this might impact the next series, regardless of who uh, they end up playing. Now, Kawhi is down. We don't know how severe the knee injury is. Mark, I'm going to throw this over to you. Kawhi or no Kawhi? Uh, Chris Paul or no Chris Paul? What do you think about a Suns? Clippers, Suns, Utah. Oh, what are you thinking? Um, Suns right now for sure kind of have the edge a little bit. Um, they they obviously uh, the Clippers are the Clippers and Jazz. It's going to be the Jazz, I think, even though the Clippers are winning the series. I, I feel like this game is going seven or the series is going seven. They just I don't know. Neither one of these teams seems to want it more than the other. So I just feel like it's going to go seven games and the Suns are, you know, currently sitting at home. So they don't really need Chris Paul when you're not playing basketball. Um, so if he's out 10 days, he, you know, he might miss two or three games and then he comes back and uh, who knows if they've lost their edge at that point. I don't think that the winner of the NBA championship is going to come out of the West this year. Um, I believe that whoever wins the Bucks net series will be the winner. Um, I don't think that the Sixers, who were the number one seed in the East, were are, are ready to play uh, professional, you know, basketball in the post postseason. They're just they don't want it. They don't want it enough, and it's obvious because they did Atlanta with Trey Young. Trey Young looks awesome, but he looks like he's hungrier. He looks like he's more hungry for it. Joel Embiid has really really awesome games where he's scoring forty points, and then they blame it on a knee the next night when he goes what, five for eight in the first quarter and then 0 for 12 in the second half. Um, you just can't have your superstar player going 0 for 12 in a half of a game and consider yourself, you know, viable to win a championship. It's just not something that you can do and then win long-term in the NBA. So I I really think that whoever wins that other series, the uh, Nets and Bucks, which is a very, very entertaining series, um, is going to go on. They just, it seems like, those two teams are um, more primed for it. They have more playoff experience. And um, depending on what they do with, you know, Giannis in the fourth quarter, because uh, the big the big thing right now is Giannis, they uh, just uh, put him just kind of on the perimeter, and he really needs to be covering uh, Kevin Durant. Um He's just a better defender than anybody else who can cover Kevin Durant. They're just not doing it in the fourth quarter. And so Kevin Durant's just kind of running over him in the fourth quarter games. So, but either way, I think Nets or um, uh, Bucks are going to be coming out of the East. And I think that will be your championship team this year. Yeah, and especially if the the Nets can get anything that resembles healthy. Uh, Harden looked like trash. I think he came back a little bit too early. Um, But again, not to harp on the national media bit, but we've been hearing for how long, how great Ben Simmons is. That guy can't hit a 10-foot jump shot. He's never been able to shoot. Yeah, he can't (laughs) shoot. And his play in this series has been absolutely abysmal. Um, And 
guess what? It's a Doc Rivers team. Do we expect a Doc Rivers team to be able to close anything out? No, they, they couldn't do it the other night. I mean, they were up by what, 24 and choked that away. And how many of those Doc Rivers gifts have we seen on Twitter the last couple of days with him and that look on his face? So, uh, Michaela, do you have anything you'd like to add to the uh, NBA talk here? I know who Kawhi Leonard is. Remarkably insightful. Well done. Uh, Milty, let's throw it over to you. Any final thoughts on the NBA? You know, I... Hold on a second. That was the voice of God. Carry on. Okay. Now that the Nuggets are out and the Avs are out, I know I'm claiming to be a homer here, but I lost total interest in everything that was going on, especially after the officiating. You guys like my new headset, by the way? Isn't that pretty cool? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So, uh, Michaela, in the interest of actually having you being able to talk about something you know about, let's start with you in the NHL. Uh, kind of give us a rundown of how the NHL playoffs are looking, big storylines and such. Uh, Yeah. So... The Islanders and the Lightning are playing. They're tied one and one. Um, the Islanders threw one of their, or no, threw one of the Lightning players directly into their goalie and then wondered why he got hurt. And so that was funny. Um, but more importantly, the Vegas Montreal se- series is happening and uh, they're also tied, which I think is hilarious. Go Montreal. It's also a really interesting series, too. It's really entertaining. Way more entertaining than it should be. It's more entertaining than Montreal should be allowed to be. Right. Um, (laughs) But the big thing yesterday was Jeff Petrie, who plays for the Montreal Canadiens, dislocated two fingers in his hand and had to have them popped back into place. But at some point during that process or after they gave him whatever pain meds for that or something, he burst all the blood vessels in his eyeballs so he looked like a fucking demon and every time they panted him he had fucking glowing red eyes how did he do that a lot of people think it was just like the pain meds that they gave him rose his blood pressure so high that they just busted up i don't know what happened so he went all Judge Doom and, like, just his eyes popped out of his head like fucking <laughs> Christopher yeah. Lloyd and Frame Roger Rabbit. <laughs> he looked like a zombie from 28 Days Later. He looked like something, man. Right. And those, that series is incredibly entertaining. Carey Price is a great goalie. And I saw some of those images of uh, Jeff Petrie, and it's – I was terrified, and I didn't even watch the game. I was like, what happened to that guy's face, man? That's just, <laughs> what? I mean, you're not supposed to push that hard, bro. Come on. Open your mouth when you sneeze. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Do something. Good God, what happened to your face? Uh, we got a couple more weeks of NHL talk, so we'll be able to talk some more about it, and then uh, we'll go from there. All right, let's move on. Unless anyone else has anything they'd like to chip in with here. Nope. Nope. Okay. Fantastic. All right. I was on my soapbox a little while ago about uh, the refereeing in the NBA. So we're going to go around the, the panel here and discuss and rank each of the four major leagues, uh, major sports leagues, uh, and their officiating and rank their officials from four to one. So from worst to first, uh, we're going to go four, three, two, one, and get everyone's in order. So Mark, you're going to start here. 
Give us your worst official uh, group in uh, of the major four. It's like stacking shit piles. Um, they're all really bad. Um, I, I, I think I think we're going to have a consensus at number one, which is going to be the best of the worst, the least of the worst, less worst of the worstest is worst worsters. Worst, worst. Wait a minute. Wait. So the worst of the worst is the first one. Yeah. Yes. So we're going okay. worst to first. So, but we're Chestershire sauce is where I was. And that's what I was talking about. And those are great on hamburgers. Uh, but more importantly, the number, the, the worst sports league, as far as that's concerned and with the refereeing is I'm, it has to be the NBA. Um, no matter what you talk about with the NBA, whether it be the officiating, it's just obviously bad. Uh, they're, they're, they should not be able to make that much of a, an impact on these games. Uh, they they constantly do it, and it's it's to the point where it's like I don't think that that we're dealing with people who are still on the up and up. I still think that there's people that are betting on games and things of that nature and basketball, and it's because it's been proven in the past to be a thing that I think that it kind of continues to be a thing. Um, but and that's kind of my thought on that. Number three for me is uh, going to be baseball, and baseball could be the worst. Um, they have some of the worst umpires in it, it, it's a sport that you don't really need that. And old baseball guy, as Matt likes to point out, will tell you that, you know, the human element is there, but there can be lasers in tennis that have, you know, ins and outs and that kind of thing. So we can do an automatic strike zone and eliminate some of these assholes at the plate who like to interject themselves into the game and make sure that we are talking about them. Nobody wants to talk about you, Ump. Nobody wants to fucking talk about you. Stop. Just fucking stop. Nobody cares. They could be the worst. The only reason they're not right now is just because the Nikola Jokic thing and all these floppers are just fresh in my mind. So and I haven't watched much baseball this year. Number two is going to be hockey uh, for me. And I know that's going to be higher on some one particular person's list than mine but hockey is not good they do the same thing and there's a lot of favoritism and it's just obvious and there's a lot of homerism in that uh number one with a bullet because i want to shoot them too is going to be the nfl and it's just bad it's just bad (laughs) all right I'm going to give you my list. Um, and I, I would tell you what, I struggled with four and three and with two and one, as I think there's a really a clear separation between um, the, the levels of officiating that we see. And I really gave this some thought and I was really having a hard time between um, the NBA officials and the MLB officials uh, for that last spot. And I'm going to give it to the NBA to say consistent because they're just flipping jabronis. I've already been, uh, ranting about them already, so we're not going to talk about them anymore. Uh, the Major League Baseball, it's an attitude. Uh, Mark said it. There's a strike zone laser that they use for freaking television now. It, that We have the technology already in place that works for this sport. I don't need to see you flail around like a cat who got tasered just because some guy got caught looking at a pitch four inches off the plate just doesn't need to happen. So major league baseball comes in at number three for me. And like I said before, I really struggled with uh, one and two. Um, 
and I've gave the NHL number two, uh, mostly because the stark difference between what you see called in the regular season and what you see called in the postseason, the the whistle swallowing that happens in the postseason is just unnecessary. I get it. It should be a little bit more physical. I get it. It should be a lot more intense. I get it. You don't want the games to stop as much, but it, you can't go three quarters of a game and say, can't say that it, there's only one delay a game penalty in a physical hockey game. It just doesn't happen. It, it, it's no reason not to have called penalties. Um, and I'm looking at you refs in, uh, or you stupid officials in uh, the NHL uh, in game, th- whatever that third loss was, the Avalanche had. Finally, the, the NFL. Um, I, and really, I, I don't know if it's bad, I, I think the NFL, they, they do about as good a job as they can. Um, the speed of the game is super quick. There's only one person really watching offense unless uh, you're in a, a certain kind of a situation. Then you've got most of the people either on the line of scrimmage or on the defensive side. So it's hard to watch all that. You can't see all the holding. You can't see all the stuff that's going on. Um, do they get everything right? No, they don't get everything right. And I've been on field level a lot um, at a bunch of different levels, and it's it's hard to see what's happening all the time. So a um, little bit of a pass for those guys. They are the best of the four. All right, MJ, give us your four. I'm going to do a little bit different, a little bit different. I'm going to say that instead of uh, going four through one, I'm going to say that there's the t- the – the shittiest, top shittiest, and then there's the rest of them. And I'm going to say that the rest of them are football, the NFL, basketball, the NBA, and baseball, the MLB. And I'm going to do it like this because I think football refs can't, can't, just don't see much. And I think they kind of get in their own heads. And I think that some of the rules are a little confusing. So they just get themselves confused. I think baseball refs are just stupid. I think they're just legitimately fucking dumb and don't know things sometimes and just forget how baseball works and basketball refs, NBA refs. Um, I mean, they get, they, they kind of do a little too much, but yeah, you know, I mean, they have like control of the game, generally speaking, and they make some bad calls, but a lot of times the NBA will come in and uh, fix them. And sometimes scores will change in between quarters. That was a new thing that I see. That being said, the NHL. What about the NHL? My fucking God, do not get me started. So, (laughs) if you fucking have to have a big thing about one ref getting caught on microphone saying, oh yeah, I definitely called the penalty on those guys because I just wanted to nail them for one early and it was kind of soft. That's normally not fucking a good idea people bet on this sport like people have money on the line on this sport and you're managing the game that bad did you know that cross-checking is a penalty in hockey because the fucking refs don't (laughs) and then when you get into the playoffs and they just forget what a whistle is and it goes so far up their own asshole that they'll cough it back out occasionally and call something fucking stupid it's absolutely ridiculous the nhl refs are so fucking bad and they're not you can't hold them accountable the nba refs you could at least like they'll do something stupid and you can to get them on the media call later and be like hey bro what was up with that and he'd be like i don't know i fucked up 
the NFL, NHL refs, you can say, hey, um, bud, that was fucking dumb. Um, any chance you'll explain what happens? And they'll say, no, actually, fuck you, and we'll fine you $100,000 for even thinking about talking about them badly. My god, it's just so, oh, oh, I hate them. Oh, I fucking hate them. Dumb motherfuckers. And that was the Voice of God. All right, Milty, your turn. Worst to first. Rank your officials. Worst to first. Okay, so the NBA, because of, well, 12,000 reasons prior to what I was going to say. So then I have to go into the next grouping is going to be baseball because the home umpires don't know really the ball comes in so fast. I don't know what a strike is. The first base, um, the first base umpires frequently miss call what's safe or not. But then football, the NFL. Oh my God. Did you remember the play in the playoff game two years ago? Was that a pass interference or not? Come on. Come on. How do you not call that? All right, that's my 3-2. You know what number one is. What is it? What's left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best. It's the least worst. Okay. <laughs> All right, so there you go. And if you'd like to... One other thing One other thing. I just have to say real quick, going around the horn. I forgot to throw this in, but with the basketball refereeing, it's so bad in the NBA. Like to Michaela's point, they go back and fix it because they actually have something called the two minute report that they come out with the next day or all of the games where they talk about the officiating. And most of it is this call was missed. This call was missed. This call was missed. We fixed this. That's how bad the officiating is in the NBA that they have to talk about it. And yeah, Michaela, you're right. There aren't there really don't do that in any of the other sports, especially in hockey, where they just have no accountability at all. But the NBA officiating is so bad that they've actually come out with something to talk about it every day. Thank you, Mark. And if you'd like to chime in and, and join this conversation, by all means, at us at The Idiot Goons or join our Facebook page. My brother is an idiot. We are 200 strong in our goon squad. Keep it up. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Enough of this heavy handed down in the dumps Bullshit. Let's talk about something fun. Pokemon Go, the state of the game. All right, we're going to talk about a little bit of Pokemon Go right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we are having a wonderful time in the world of Pokemon Go. They seem to have done an update, which kind of fucks some people up for a little bit. But they've done some interesting things. You know, it's been very boring for a long time. But let's go back and talk about Gibble Day. Gibble. Gibble Day was awesome. I was on the Las Vegas Strip, had a really good time catching some baby sharks, and caught myself about 40 of them fuckers, and only did it in about three hours because that was all the time I had. Got plenty of XL candy so I can get my level 50. And I just want to say for the record, I know a lot of this doesn't make sense to a lot of us. We have a shiny eight in my bag right now uh, of the guard chomp with the moves. I'm really fucking super excited because it doesn't get a whole lot better than a 15, 15, 14, 
shark, man. It doesn't. That's a fucking killer, especially at level 50. Now let's talk about what's coming up in Pokemon Go. We don't really know what's going to happen in July as far as Community Day because we've got GoFest. GoFest is a two-day weekend. It's coming up. We're going to kill it. It's going to be amazing. It happens every year. It's a really fucking big deal. They're releasing all kinds of shinies. They've got another fucking uh, mythical that they came out with. I'm, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Michaela, do you know it? Uh, they just talked about it. They just released it a couple of days ago. Uh, but that's not important. They also came out today with shiny Regigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigigig
maybe I never heard of that word before, but you know what? <laughs> Spiders look out. We got another one coming in. <laughs> Arizona. Come on, man. Lose 20 more games in the next 23 days. Rockies all of a sudden look freaking pretty good. You know, they're at 406. They're under the 100 game lost kind of thing. They're, they were at 5-0 at the game tonight. Back-to-back home runs, one of them being a grand slam. I'm not saying they're going to overtake San Diego that they just swept. But who knows? Who knows, you know? Stranger things have happened. Good luck to the Orioles. I've already lost interest in them till next year. Move on. All right, MJ, what do you think? Oh, God, 115 losses is so many. <laughs> oh, that sucks so hard. Come on, Cleveland! <laughs> I have a Diamondbacks hat somewhere. Maybe I need to put it on and give them a little bit of good luck. Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, it, it, it's snakes and spiders, man. Snakes and spiders. Mark, finish us up with this little bit. What do you got? My God. I mean, I, I say that every week. Bad baseball is bad. I can't watch it. It's awful. Uh, Diamondbacks, fucking figure it out, man. The big, the biggest thing, though, is, you know, we're talking about Orioles. We talk about the Rangers sneaking in there. Uh, Rockies. I mean, we we started this segment for you. you you're, you're doing something to me here. <laughs> hey, 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 Mark, how do you feel about the Rockies? Don't fucking get me started. <laughs> The fucking Rockies are fucking up one of our all-time segments that we just started calling The Road to 100. We started this for you guys, you fucking assholes, because you traded away your best player. You got rid of your fucking GM way too fucking late. You still have an awful, awful ownership group sitting there. And now you're going to fucking win games. And then people are going to be like, oh, we snipped. We spent the San Diego Padres. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? You're still looking up to them at the standings. You're still fucking in the basement. I don't even care. The fucking Diamondbacks are sub-goddamn basement. Sub-basements. You need to get back down there into the sub-basement with the Arizona Diamondbacks. You're not going to win the division. You need to start sucking because this is a Denver-based show, and we did this segment for you motherfuckers to keep you involved because it's baseball season and you can't even suck at sucking. To quote John Tortellini or whatever the fuck is it, Tortorella from a few years ago. I fucked that one up badly. Tortorella, we sucked at a time that we shouldn't suck. Well, they're not sucking enough at a time when I need you to suck, motherfuckers. Rockies, start sucking harder. His name's John Tortellini fucking now. <laughs> I was like, why are we talking about pasta? <laughs> oh, so good. All right. Thank you, Mark, for that. Let's move on. And let's have a shit on the ball update. All right. News this week. Tyler Glass now, if I'm saying the name correctly, from the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh popped his UCL in his elbow and then promptly came out and said, well, it's because I can't put shit on the ball. Um, that must be the worst take I have ever heard uh, for a reason for an injury. And it's, well, if you're going to change the rules, don't, it, they didn't change the rules, dude, you just got caught cheating. All right. So 
no, I'm sorry you got hurt. That sucks. They did change the rules. It's always been disallowed. <laughs> you can't put shit on the ball. But they did change the rules. Started, <laughs> You're missing the they point. They forced the rules. The rule is there. But they started a suspension if they find you a shit on the ball. Like, you get kicked out of the game. That's always been a thing. But there's never been a 10-game suspension for somebody with shit on the ball before. So, therefore, they did change the rules. They changed They changed the enforcement. They didn't change the rule. The rule's always been there. But they changed the rules because they're enforcing it. Like, that's, you can't do that in midseason and expect these. I, I'm not with the players on this. I'm, I'm a baseball guy. I get it. And shit on the ball is obviously affecting spin rate. Michaela sent me a very interesting graph the other day where, you know, the spin rate kind of does this weavy-wavy thing, you know, through April, May, and June of every year. But June 2021, the spin rate on balls since all of this started happening has gone down, uh, woof, like a lot. And, uh, you know, you can find that stuff on Twitter. And now DeGrom is suddenly magically hurt. He's got shoulder issues. And uh, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago. He's one of my favorite pitchers just because I feel bad for the guy. But all of a sudden he's got issues with his shoulder because of this whole thing. The, the, the issue is, is that they're, they are enforcing it. And they came out with this all of a sudden, just like, you know what? These are the rules. I just made them up. We're going to suspend you 10 games now. And that's what happens. And so that's where they're changing the rules. Yeah, you're right that the rule has been there the entire time, but the enforcement of said rule and then changing the way they are enforcing the rule is what they change. And that, to me, that is changing the rule. You can't change the enforcement of the rule and say it's not a rule change because it is. Um, Michaela, I'm sure you have something uh, to say on this. My only thing to say in that is if you would like to see the graph that Mark is talking about, the guy's name is at DBIT Lefty on Twitter. Um, he has a graph explaining how he weighted the spin rates from 2017 onward. Um, and since June of 2021, they have just fucking tanked. And it's because um, it sounds like about 40% or not 40%, sorry, 44 pitchers. Um, have stopped using the gunk. And so they just aren't doing it as hard anymore and they're not doing it as fast anymore. So maybe this'll get the hit rate up. I don't know. It's it's a rough call at this point. For those of you who are interested, I uh, when you hear this, you will see the uh, Twitter graph that she was talking about. I just posted it on our uh, Twitter account. Which is, Matt? At the Idiot Goons. Check it out. There you go. Milty, what do you think about the shit on the ball? <laughs> so we talked about this a little bit last week where, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, they used to call it the spitball and shit like that. And they, you know, I don't know whether they really ejected anybody or anything or fined them or penalized them. But my question is, if you get caught and you're a starting pitcher, right? You're ejected for 10 games. That's two games, one game for you. If you are in the bullpen, that could be a nightly thing, right? 10 games. So what, what, what is the cutoff? What, what is the legal deal where, 
somebody that's a starting pitcher gets caught and he gets cut off for 10 games, who determines if it's is it 10 starts or is it 10 games? It's 10 games. So 10 games means nothing. It's two starts. 10 games for a for a a bullpen guy is I mean it's everything, right? Correct. That's that's my deal. I uh, I think they have to go a little bit deeper. It's roughly two game checks if you get caught for a starting pitcher. Yeah, it means it means not much at all for a starter, right? Correct. Well, there you go. We just uh, saved the world and still have shit on the ball, and now pitchers are getting hurt. All right, let us take it home, Michaela. Your time to shine. Give us your dipshit of the week. Okay, um, today's dipshit of the week is going to be, and excuse me while I try to pronounce his name, Jose DeBerger. Jose DeBerger. <laughs> which, which, which part of it did you get wrong? Wait, wait, are you are you naming an actual person, or is this another lake that Milty needs to do a fishing report for? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, for real, I don't even think his name is probably pronounced Jose. I don't know how French works. I'm so sorry. Anyway, he's the goalkeeper, goalie for the Haiti national team at um, CONCACAF World Cup right now. And he was playing, they were playing Canada. And he accidentally let a ball just dribble between his feet. Like, it was the slowest ball on the planet, and he just fucked it up. He technically scored on himself. Oh, it was so bad. And he did it against the Canadian national team, which he was born and raised in Quebec, in, like, Montreal, and chose to represent Haiti instead, and then scored on himself for (laughs) his actual home country. Oh, no. Oh, what a... What a fucking bummer, dude. And that was the... Voice of God! I saw that goal, and it was, man, it was miserable. It's like he he deked on himself three times on the way that that thing got into the net. Uh, What about the swing and the miss at the end? Like he tried to toe jam and like, eh, 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 and just missed. (laughs) Oh, God. So bad. So bad. Okay, let's take it home. Time for final thoughts. We'll start with Milty. What do you got? You know, I think we're having a lot more fun with this. Um, I hope a lot of people out there are listening and we do everything we can to entertain everybody and hope if people have some ideas, maybe they can let us know, interject some information. What the hell? We're having a good time. Hope you are too. MJ, your turn. I am going to have so much editing to do this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Truer words were never spoken. All right. My favorite time of the night. Mark, take us home. First off, Michaela, I again apologize for the amount of bullshit that you are going to have to remove from this. And to everybody who did not get to hear the uncut version, which is exactly 
only four less people than the entire planet. <laughs> you, you've missed a lot. You've missed a lot. And I uh, just want to remind you guys that we are, we're, we're really enjoying doing this for you. Uh, follow us on the Twitter, get us on the Facebook group. Uh, Matt will tell you where to get those at, but most importantly from Denver to Las Cruces, Athens, Auckland, Austin, Bulgaria, Trinidad and Tobago, Bogota, Reykjavik, Merlin, Mumbai, and Sicily. We love you people all out in the land. Have a good night. Uh, as always, thank you so much for joining us. We really uh, had a good time and always have a good time doing these. Uh, hope you are as having as much fun as we are because that's really what it's all about. Uh, please, at us, at The Idiot Goons. Find us on Facebook, at My Brother Is An Idiot. Uh, ask your friend. Maybe they can invite you. It'll be fun. We'll have a great time. And we talk with the goons every day. It's so much fun. For Mark, for MJ, and for Milty, my name is Matt. Thank you so much. We love you guys. This has been My Brother Is An Idiot. Have a good one. See you next time. Bruh. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome back. It's your my fuck. <laughs> I love that. That's a great beginning. It's your my fuck. <laughs> Are we squeaking? We good with squeaking? All right. Three, two. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to my brother's an idiot. Yes, you are with the goon squad. My name is Matt. I'm the king. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I will... I will go with, um, <laughs> hey, Milty, how's that, how's that degenerate bet coming for later? <laughs> okay. Quit stalling. About? Quit stalling. Okay. I, I will go, oh, 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 I don't want to fuck this up. You're going to make me it's download... It's a song. <laughs> You're going to make me download fucking Spongebob jokes so I can put the, like, three hours later. <laughs> Mark, you have something to say. I hit the wrong button. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's far too much squeaking. Yes, people have things to say. What what, what What's going on here? So, Matt... Um, we, we really wanted you to uh, take a moment right now before we went to Denver sports and going back to classic rock and tell us a little bit about your favorite or maybe not your favorite metallic album, but uh, the oh, Metallic album. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and read through the rundown in the correct order? You fucking asshole. <laughs> wow. Anyone else have anything you'd like to chime in before we move on? Uh, no. This is all on you guys. <laughs> Trying Miss to get us Michaela, in trouble. We are so sorry. We owe you a cake for this one. I'm going to just start throwing this around the panel. Uh, Michaela, I'll start with you. Uh, tell me what you thought about what you saw in this series. Uh, it was brutal. Uh, <laughs> 
But, you know, the, you know, the Nuggets were already... <laughs> I don't know what's happening. The nu- <laughs> were you not ready to... I haven't. I said fucking three words, and that was one of them. (laughs) Okay, mute myself. (laughs) Holy fuck! Mm. No, to 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 be to be fair, nobody actually got him started. (laughs) (laughs) He got himself started. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Talk about going zero to sixty. Fucking... <laughs> Did you say Merlin? In the land, I messed it he, up. He he totally said Merlin. He meant to say In Berlin. Land. Merlin. He, yeah, he said Merlin. I said Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So but now one of, one of our 15 listeners is now a sorcerer. So well done. Good job. <laughs> All right.